0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the Dice Everything podcast where we talk about random topics for whatever amount of minutes we roll on the dice. So what do we got for today? So because one of our mutual
1: friends mentioned Inquisitor, the old sort of rule set from GW. I went and Giant miniatures. With 54 millimeter miniatures that I'm sure nobody ever used. I hope they didn't. (laughs) that I went and read through, like just browse through the rules that are out there and had a couple thoughts from those, just interesting things that are in that game. Wanted to talk about those. So maybe I should open up all the questions. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so in that game, like we've talked before about the I go, you go mechanic and the integrated turn mechanic and sort of having Uh face-to-face rules versus just Rochambeau, you kick me, I kick you. In that Uh game, they have a parry mechanic that if you miss you get attacked and your opponent misses by enough, it creates a window where you get to attack them back. Uh huh. Like, in what sort of situations do you think that's a good mechanic to use? So, uh, on that note, I will bring out a GW dice, one of the cursed little ones, and see how long this goes for. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it went off the table right away. Two. It's
0: because it was cursed. Yeah. No. Um, I like it. I actually really like it. And and if you think about um the game that we be played the most in the past whatever five years, uh Infinity, that is basically the way that you play it, right? In that, so that that's
1: straight up face to face. It's whoever if you attack, you're both attacking on equal footing no matter whose turn it is.
0: But not really. Because the person that's attacking has full burst, and the other person has lesser burst, right? Oh, I'm so, thinking close combat. Okay, yeah, I get it. So, so when you're attacking, right, mm-hmm. uh, the person in general with infinity, it's the same kind of concept where when you're attacking, you have uh, an advantage, and the defender is trying to mitigate how much damage you can do, right? Cut down the number of hits. But if you roll badly enough, they can counterattack and hit you instead, right? So I would say I love that mechanic. I think it's fine for shooting, apparently, because mm-hmm. one of my favorite games does it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know when we look at um, uh, Frostgrave, right? Well, the other game that we played a lot, like when you're, when you're shooting, when you're fighting in close combat, mm-hmm. the ability to attack back is uh, definitely you could say it's equal, though, you're right? So it's, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But that becomes a, a big thing. And then uh, if I would go and look at the kind of games that, that you know, like our game that, that, that we're working on, again, we have it in close combat. The ability to, to, to parry, like it's, it's, to engage close combat makes it much more deadly, right? Yeah, but in our game, we're aiming for
1: probably attacking on the same footing because our game is mostly about com- close combat and less about shooting.
0: So. Yeah, but there is an argument to say that there should be a bonus uh, based on whether you attack, you're attack, you attacking or not, even in close combat. Uh, i know that we didn't put it in because we're just trying to keep it as simple as possible right yep
1: i would say that's the so we didn't go that route
0: yeah um but i can see why you would do it uh and I, i and in a couple of other games that i've you know played around with and stuff like that it's definitely a thing where whoever has the attacker has an advantage and the defender has a slight disadvantage it does create a good interesting dynamic where you still have to be careful, like you get the the benefits of having to be careful um, about just engaging someone and attacking them willy-nilly, right, because you could actually get damaged if you choose the wrong attack, but then it still gives you the feeling like, like remove, well, because it's advant- you, you get an advantage from attacking, it encourages you to attack and it reduces the amount of feel-bads when you attack and then lose. <laughs> you force the combat and then you're the one that suffers, so yeah. All right, you got a
1: lot in there on those two minutes. So, what about you? Oh no, you you basically covered it. It would take way longer to get into more detail, but the dice called two minutes. It cursed us. Yeah, but you got to
0: give at least your like five seconds. What do you think?
1: Oh yeah, in smaller skirmish games, like my little bits, I think in skirmish games it makes sense to have mm-hmm. it integrated that maybe like as you said, don't have the attacker get everything in the skirmish war game, but don't have the defender be on equal footing. It's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. balance. Once you get to bigger games, it's just too onerous. Once you have a bucket of dice games, it just doesn't work, I don't mm.
0: think. Bucket of dice, lot. I think, is the real problem. Yep, we, we've noticed that before. All right, so that was my thought. All right, so it's a little bit short. Now that you said it that way, I have so many more things to talk about, but that's the rules. Two minutes is two minutes. Apparently, two minutes is three or four minutes. GW dice,
1: I told you. The best topic, the best
0: question. I have so many more thoughts now that you mentioned that, but we can't mm-hmm. talk about it anymore. Nope. All right, so next topic. <laughs> uh, just okay, just gonna speaking the topic of again. GW games and things like that, mm-hmm. um, kind of reminds me of like the old school kind of games, how, how we played, uh, and I guess technically GW is still like this. Oh my God, I just realized GW is still like this. Would you ever play a six by four game again? (laughs) Which is technically apocalypse and 40k or 6x4 games. I totally forgot that they actually play on such a big board. All right. Uh, Technically the new rules say that you can play on smaller forces on smaller boards if you want to.
1: Alright, so here comes the cursed dice.
0: All right.
1: Oh, it's three. Okay.
0: That's fine for this. All
1: right. So would I play a game on a six by four? I think I'm gonna start with the terrain first on this one. Huh? that to build a 6x4 table of terrain for a 28mm scale would yeah. be painful or, or your terrain would just suck. So, huh. I would say that for games of that board size, you would need to get down to a smaller scale of game, like 15mm or maybe even like 6mm, millimeters, 8mm, millimeters, like Adeptus Titanicus or Adeptus Imperialis.
0: Okay, and so still that- plan a 6x4.
1: Yeah, where it makes more sense that you're firing from really long ranges with your armor and all that, and it's not about the individual figures and building this whole, like, my preference is having, like, really cool scenery where you can actually see the figures, see all the detail of everything, but if you're going to go to a board size that big, trying to model all that and keep it good-looking, you're going to fail. So I'd say at smaller-scale wargame sizes. I think you could do something interesting there.
0: Okay, so you wouldn't go to, for 28, but if you were to do even bigger for some reason, you get an even bigger... If you're going to go big, go even bigger, reduce your scale, bigger table, now it's super epic.
1: Yeah, like if you've got spaceships, or spaceships don't make sense because it's 3D, but if you've got like sailing ships mm-hmm. on the board, because maybe they're clearing lots of distance, and you've got like speed up, slow down, oh. and you don't need much terrain for that, then now it's just oh, about... Ah, are on the ocean, around.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: just like think about it for like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. It got really constricted. And uh, you are like, why Why do we keep just flipping over and over? I fly forwards and I flip, I fly forwards and I flip over and over throughout the game just because uh, there's not enough space. But if you had that bigger board, now you can start doing more maneuvers. So
0: that's interesting. So one of the things that the, the, the controlling factors is how much terrain you need. But if you play a game with bigger scales where where you play in more empty spaces, it might more, make more sense. Yeah. Or you and you might play that. play that.
1: Yeah, because so, it would make okay. sense. It would look good still.
0: Okay, interesting. All right, well, I will counter in saying that, technically, uh, we, de- we personally have more than enough terrain to fill a six by four. That's like that's less than two four by fours, and we have many different four by four tables. I guess you could say they're not completely matching. <laughs> is that the no. problem?
1: No, so it fails the <laughs> but answer. you could,
0: because you have a crate table, and then you have that can match with other tables. It's true, but
1: I mean, like even my giant table of terrain, which normally we consider a ton of terrain, is just not enough.
0: Okay. Uh, well, that, that is if you're playing a, an infinity kind of, of, of game, but that's, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily to say that certain sparser tables, depending on, on, on what game you're playing, can make more sense, right? Not for infinity, right? Because it's supposed to be super nope. dense. But if you play a game where it makes more sense to have him sparser, like Apocalypse or whatever, then maybe it's fine. You can use the same amount of, ta- of terrain, spread it over six by four. It's more sparse, but maybe it's enough that you could still have an interesting game. So that would be my general counter argument for that. Just, um, okay, and I would play. I'd still play Apocalypse, but that's. I would never build a new army though for another a new six x four game unless you're right. Unless it only requires me to build like ten miniatures,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like okay. if it was a spaceship game. But at the same time, why even do that? Because, like I said, be many times. What's the point of having giant tables when you can have a smaller table and have basically the same gameplay?
1: Well, mm-hmm. it oh, depends how big you want your mantras. Anyhow, we, we yeah. got through that one pretty quick because they're that's short. So I guess that brings, I'll keep going on this GW Inquisition streak. With uh-huh. Inquisition, you oddly have a, a GM in that game, which I did not expect really? for a two-player game because the GM is supposed to kind of create the mission. Uh-huh. But then I'm surprised that, because the rules are so precise for it, I'm, pers- I'm surprised they recommended the GM be there while the game is played to sort of make calls about what represents what and if people are doing the rule of cool maybe it's not as hard so I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on having a GM for a two player game
0: alright roll it up
1: alright GW what do you curse us with now fucking one
0: <laughs> wow, we're gonna have to have more I only have one more question I have two questions all right, us. All right, so lots of questions. So, I think it's actually really cool as long as your GM can be uh truly balanced. Cuz then you can have just like a DD, and d right? You can have you open up a- the gameplay a lot if you can say like, "Oh, can I do this?" and your and your GM say, "Oh, I can allow it because it's cool." I want to like jump off this wall and like stab the guy in the neck or something like that or whatever. Whatever makes sense. In yeah,
1: the, so in the but it made, it seem to make no sense in Inquisition because they have such, they're pretty specific rules for how you perform all the actions. So it's like, what is the GM uh-huh. ruling on here? That,
0: the difficulty. Oh, there's no difficulty. The difficulty's already set?
1: Yeah, there's tons of like minute percentage changes because it's on like a D100 where you're rolling two D10s to get the number. All right, well, and you have weapon range bands that'll change things by 5%. If you've got walls, it gives you a percent for that. Like, all the percentages are there, so.
0: So, I don't know about Inquisitor, I just mean overall it sounds like a cool idea to add some more D&D thing if they're balanced.
1: Yeah, I think if it was more like fluff based and didn't have very precise rules, sure, it'd be cool. But it seems like a waste to me as well to have a GM (laughs) just looking after a game with two people. Because it's more, it feels like it should be more of a story thing, and you want more people involved in the story.
0: So I think true. you get a four people or three or four people with a GM. Yeah. Then it becomes worse versus, versus the same
1: time too versus the GM spending their time on two people's game where now if yeah. they side with one person it looks like they're not just doing it for the story, they're just like favoring. So I, I think in two players, it's nonsense.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: All right. So that was one All right, minute. That's a good ending
0: yeah, for one minute. Nonsense. All right. What you got? All right. All right. So my next one is a, a little bit more outside. Um, so how would you, so, so, you know, we've we 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 been looking at a whole bunch of different kind of games coming out, like, uh, you know, there's, I guess there's always new games coming out with different worlds and things like that. I think uh, the latest one that I was looking at that was quite interesting in terms of how different it is, is um, uh, Gamma Wolves by Ash Barker, right? It's a, uh, it's based on a, uh, like Gundam kind of style um, stuff. Um, so I guess my general question is, you know, that's a world that hasn't really existed uh, before. My, my question is, um, what kind of new worlds, or, or what kind of new worlds, uh, sorry, not new worlds, what kind of new genres do you think that you would want uh, that, that don't currently exist?
1: All right, I'm going to break out a non GW dice because we don't need to be cursed again on this one. We need a <laughs> It's up not about GW, exactly. We rolled a six. There you go. I told you. We switched dice and got the six.
0: All right. This is all right. So, new genre, brand new genre, not existing right now. What would you wish existed? And you can describe what you mean by genre in any way you want. So maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be brand new, but like something that that's not out there.
1: I've got to like it and it's got to be brand new.
0: Let's say that the world doesn't have to be brand new, but it has to be something that you think is missing. Let's say there's that maybe it exists, but it's not to your satisfaction.
1: All right. Something good. that's modern day and not superhero. There we go.
0: And it's not superhero modern day skirmish.
1: Yeah, because like there's the Batman game out there, but obviously that's they're basically superheroes.
0: Well, what do you mean by like modern day, though?
1: It's, it would probably be just like Infinity, but in the modern day setting, but with people who have gone.
0: Like Spec Ops?
1: Yeah, more Spec Ops, but Slash just oh, crazy. No,
0: that's too real, man. You really? No, it's. It's there's gotta now confusion. you're like yeah this is my this is this is me actually I was in the army so this is me and this is me killing <laughs> killing that other guy that's too real man so maybe a, maybe more
1: death race then to have a reason but more like death like, race thing
0: I don't know to me I need I would need some sort of fantasy whatever you know what you can choose what you want mm-hmm. I'm just saying you know
1: well it's gotta not exist so
0: a death race so what is the death race kind of thing. So like more Fast like Fast and box. Furious.
1: Yeah, kind of like the the Orc Racing game for 40k, but with modern day.
0: But is it so? So you're saying like Gaslands, but not post-apocalyptic?
1: Bigger scale. Yeah. Well, it's, Gaslands is pretty much current day. They just have that theme behind it, but with people on the board as well. Possible, you can get out to do stuff.
0: So like modeling Fast and Furious, where you have a guy who jumps. <laughs> <laughs> touches guy's yeah. car and, and the just... car explodes and they jump back to a backflip and go back to their own car.
1: Yeah, or onto the back of a motorcycle or something like that. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's definitely something that doesn't exist. So mm-hmm. jumping in and out of cars in modern day. So kind of superheroes, but not with capes.
1: Yeah, it's just defying... So, yeah basically fast and furious. like action
0: heroes action heroes like die yeah, hard kind of thing, but, like, things,
1: but with cars
0: but with cars so fast literally fast and furious yeah a fast and furious game that would actually be really cool it's like more, if you yeah, imagine it fun. you're on the road right and then it's, it's you'd, you'd have your game segments be like your, your table segments would be cut into segments right Mm-hmm. And then every, every game you, you shift a segment back so you're, you're constantly moving and then your characters jump from car to car and fight. Yep. I'm that just, would actually be really cool. I want it to be
1: 28 millimeter too. But I'm, yeah, yeah like of course. The mechanic you described that actually works to get it to that size is where you have the scrolling mechanic. Yeah. And then maybe if you but fall too far behind, you catch up like two turns later or something. You don't get to, you're not in the next turn, but you then um... can't talk the back later on that's
0: and a, <laughs> and, and you have guys yeah. positioned
1: on the road like you have guys waiting
0: uh huh. Oh, okay who can jump in and stuff like that
1: yes but you might just okay. drive into them run them over
0: you know that's actually a very interesting that's actually would be an interesting game i'm also thinking about it as a video game would be really cool that they should have Where like that's called gta <laughs> but it's not because you're it's not a race right the idea is that you're you're having the race and then you're you're jumping from car to car during the race you are in a car or then you fall back and then
1: you know that that kind of happens if you i don't know how much grand theft auto you've played but in grand theft auto you your car gets wrecked because you're using it as a weapon yeah but
0: you don't jump from car to car like in right
1: mm-hmm. no you have to basically run them off the road and get them to a stop uh-huh. and then car jack
0: yeah so it's not exactly the same kind of thing it's or not get, like oh, no, no. Kind oh of they end up jokes. going through
1: the windshield when you cause you get them to do real good collisions because nobody wears their seatbelt in gta <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you get them <laughs> a course. good collision
1: you get them out of their car then you get to fight them and then you can uh-huh. take their car because they wear no seat
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they somehow survive right <laughs> without a seatbelt who knows how yes yeah okay that's that's interesting actually that would be an interesting way, like especially in terms of a mini game or something. I don't, I don't know why it wouldn't have to be superheroes, but if it could be like some low level whatever kind of, it would be interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like Gaslands at a bigger scale with scrolling, and you get out of your cars,
0: and you jump and, get out and, or jump from car to car while they're moving and punch them. No, that can, to me can, is cooler. You
1: can totally jump car to car or have people just waiting up ahead.
0: Yeah, to me, I feel like it has to be like a Deadpool ask or or like you know the Matrix number. Too, even though the entire movie was crap, but yep. the that one scene where they're, they're down the highway and they're jumping from car to that part that scene would be a and cool fight on wow, t- You know t- what? T- I kind of want to see this now, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a cool game. Um, that,
1: that was six minutes on this game,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, not quite, nope, almost one more minute. Yeah, we got one more minute.
1: Oh, what else? So you would have some way of, like, playing...
0: Oh, I, I was going to say my game, but you know what? Fine, that's cool.
1: No, you just have ways of, like, positioning guys ahead somehow, where you uh-huh. have a pool of guys who are positioned along the road to appear. Uh-huh.
0: What kind of miniatures would you use for them? Just action hero miniatures?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think what size of cars are correct for 28 millimeters. There's There's not many out there.
0: And how would you make it so that your characters can stand on cars it makes sense so all of them are like <laughs> crouching like this right with their hand down and things like that yep. and then your cars would be extra flat and then would your cars or have to be made so that you can take the... off the top so that they can stand inside
1: yeah or you'd have pickup trucks where they're clearly just on the back of the truck or the oh, hoods have like they're all yeah, trucks the hoods have surfing, oh. surfing <laughs> are very, very flat eventually. or
0: magnets Oh yeah, yeah!
1: Totally magnetize the bases. So
0: you can magnetize the fall. bases and magnetize the cars, mm-hmm. so that you can actually put them on even though they're slanted. Yep. Yo, man, this game sounds awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a mini game where you try to kick some guys off. Can you
1: explain that's how you have like those it. jumping boots. Try to remember.
0: Yeah, you'd have like, and your characters would be like, obviously, The Rock, Vin Diesel. Then you'd have, I don't know. Just a lot of rocks and diesels. Mm-hmm. I guess you have the normal cops, right? Not The, the, the cops or the, the, the mercenaries that are just like guys you're supposed to beat up as you two are fighting.
1: Then mm-hmm. you have some of the Mad Max people, or you just have literally like people who are LARPers who, who, who turn their cars into like medieval things.
0: For what? I don't... The, people, the, who, medieval the people who are
1: just like... Medieval oh
0: spikes on their cars and stuff like that for smashing.
1: Yep. So they try and turn their cars into okay. medieval weaponry because they're just into larping. All right. All right.
0: There we go. Yeah. All right. We gotta really we gotta follow up on this one. I think this would be a fun little mini game that we could try out. See how it mm-hmm. goes. All right. Well, that was our last topic. If uh, you have any topics or you wanna follow up and ask us how this apparently new game <laughs> that we just of <laughs> is going. Uh, give us a shout. Find us on, uh, you know, on uh, Dice Over Everything group on Facebook, or give us an email. Yeah,
1: we like to hear ideas.
0: Yeah. Alright. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Okay, done. We're at the end. If you want to uh, reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook at Dice Over Everything. Uh, join our group at Dice Over Everything group, or you can email us at contact at diceovereverything.com.
1: Yeah, and if you want to see what we're working on, you can go to diceovereverything.com.
0: Uh so yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.